Everybody, I hope you're doing good today. Happy Friday. So, you guys, I'm not going to lie. This is going to be a, a very hard episode to do today. Um, trigger warning. If you guys have a hard time with suicidal thoughts or... Maybe you yourself are going through that. First of all, I just want to say to you that you are not alone. And definitely seek help. Go to therapy. Do what you need to do to get better. Because you are loved. You are enough. And definitely a trigger warning because we will be discussing that in this episode. So I hope you guys can listen, can maybe get something from this. If maybe you're not even a wrestling fan, I'm not saying go watch her matches, but maybe you can relate to her. I just want, if if there's one thing I can do from this episode, the takeaway here is to open someone's heart and to help them maybe even feel better about themselves. Maybe they're going through something right now and they don't feel the best. If I can do that, then absolutely I will. So you guys, as you may have saw on my Instagram story yesterday, Daphne, former TNA Knockout, former WCW Diva at the time. Oh boy, it's getting hard. (laughs) She passed away yesterday, and I'm still in shock. I'm still in awe. I, I'm still trying to comprehend, so if I do break down, excuse me for doing that, but this is still very fresh for me. It's very new in my mind, but this will be a celebration of Daphne, of Shannon. Shannon is her real name, if you didn't know. Shannon Spurl. I'm sorry, you guys. This is this is not easy to do right now. But I'm I'm going to touch on WCW briefly, but I want to mainly dive into her run in TNA as a knockout from late 2008 until. March 2011. So Daphne showed up on the scene in WCW in 1999. This is before I was even born, you guys. So she only had one match. She was mostly a manager. She was a hardcore, no wait, cruiserweight champion. My apologies for a little bit in WCW. However, they let her go in 2001, not very long, you know, and then WCW got bought out in 2002. 
So then she went to TNA for a little bit when I was first starting in, my gosh, 2002 or something like that. Wasn't really there for much longer. Then she went to, then it was WWE in, oh, it might have still been WWF at the time, um, in 2003, maybe? And she was there till 2005. And, you know, then she retired from wrestling for some time. And then in 2008, she joined TNA Impact Wrestling. The first time she was there, she was a part of the Awesome Con $25,000 Open Challenge. At the time, I encourage you guys to do your research and to look up whatever you may online, whatever you can find. But at the time, Awesome Khan was a dominant knockout champion in the year 2008. Nobody could beat her. Absolutely nobody. So they planted wrestlers in the crowd, you know, female wrestlers over the age of 18, who were quote-unquote fans in attendance and whoever got picked would get to fight Awesome Kong for a shot at $25,000 and the Knockouts Championship. So of course you get the deal, you know, they pick out three girls, Daphne was one of them, and Daphne got selected. As you may think, it was a squash match, you know, Daphne, she didn't really stand a chance. Khan was the most dominant knockout at that time. You get the gist of it, you know, she, she basically doesn't really get a hit in, in this match. And Khan just dominates Powerbomb 1, 2, 3, you know. <clears throat> so then, in the end of 2008 comes and she re-debuts and this one's kind of funny. She comes in as the Alaskan governor, quote-unquote Alaskan governor at that time, Sarah Palin. That's right, you guys. Sarah freaking Palin. To trick at the time, the beautiful people of, which was the team of Angelina Love and Velvet Sky. Angelina theme from 2010, Unhinged, it's my cast question theme. Just in case you guys need a little connection there, okay? So, she comes in, you know, she's like, oh yeah, you guys need to wear different clothes and not wear so much makeup and the hair needs to be less gaudy if you guys want to be a part of my quote-unquote cabinet. You know, because she's supposed to be playing the governor of Alaska, Sarah Palin, you know. Speeds for itself. So then, you know, this goes on for weeks and weeks going into, excuse me, January of 2009. And 
eventually Sarah Daphne, a.k.a. Sarah Palin, says, You girls have done it, you know. You guys have done everything I've asked you to. We're officially a part of the, you know, you, you get the gist of it. So then Taylor Wilde and Roxy come out and they say, We were trying to get back at y'all for basically making a mockery of the knockouts division with your extravagant revealing clothes and basically they wanted basically the beautiful people were the mean girls you'd see in high school you know very nasty very cruel very mean and Taylor and Roxy were just trying to get them back by pranking them well they decided to muck them. Now, I don't know if you guys know what that means, but mud fell from the ceiling into the rain where the beautiful people stood wearing white, I may add, wearing white clothes. I always say to myself in wrestling, if you see someone wearing white clothes, you know something's gonna happen, okay? That's just a little something to keep in the back of your head. So anyways, <laughs> after that, and the beautiful people obviously wanting revenge, they bring in, bring in a new girl by the name of Madison Ray, and they form My Pie Sexy, which is basically just the three of them, you know. So then we go into... The pay-per-view Destination X 2009, where we have a six-knockout tag between the beautiful people against Taylor Wilde, Roxy, and Daphne, aka the Governor, where Daphne picks up her first win in TNA. She beats them. Then, a couple weeks later on Impact, we have a one-on-one -on -one match between quote-unquote, the governor against Madison Rain, where the governor does it again. She wins again. Only this time, the BPs are not happy about this. So they attack her, they take out scissors, and they cut her hair. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if someone tried to cut my hair without my permission, Things would not go well. So I can understand what Daphne must have felt. So then, you know, Daphne's off TV for a little bit. And Taylor Wilde enters this kind of love story from a secret admirer kind of thing. So she goes to meet this quote-unquote mystery lover. And it turns out to be Daphne. And she is not happy. She says, hey, Taylor, where in the blue hell were you when those girls tried to cut my hair? And Taylor's like, oh, Daphne, like, we talked about this. Like, I'm sorry. And Daphne is not having it, you guys. So she says to Taylor, consider me your, consider me your lover. Like, consider this our first date. And at the next pay-per-view, Sacrifice, they would have 
a Monsters Ball match. Now, a Monsters Ball match is simple. It's basically no count out, no disqualification. Weapons are not only legal, but encouraged. I'm talking tables, chairs, cookie sheets. Uh, there was hockey sticks, uh, aluminum trash can being used. You guys, it was some tacks, you know, it was just not pretty. It was not for the faint of heart, I'll tell you that much. So they have the match at Sacrifice, and Taylor Wilde beats Daphne. But this should not be the last time that they face off, because in there's an ongoing storyline with the men where the, the Monster Abyss, the Monster's Ball is his match. And his quote-unquote therapist, Dr. Stevie, who's also with Daphne, was trying to get him to stop using weapons. However, wanting him to transfer his aggression into Daphne. Kind of funny, huh? So, Abyss is like, no, like, stop. So then... Things lead into their next pay-per-view, Slammiversary, which is a big pay-per-view for TNA. And we have a mixed tag Monsters Ball match. It's the team of the Monster Abyss and Taylor Wilde against Daphne and WWF legend, or WCW legend, Raven. So... You know, just like the first knockout encounter, it's aggressive. You know, Taylor puts Daphne to a table, crashes a cookie sheet and a trash can lid on both sides of her head, you know. It got crazy real quick, you guys. And so towards the end of the match, Taylor Wilde puts Daphne through some tacks. And I tell you guys, I, I know wrestling's not real. I know. But still, I cringe seeing those thumbtacks in her back and in her arms. Oh my good gravy. It was just not a pretty sight to me. So, moving along. They have one last match, Taylor Wilde versus Daphne, in a 10,000 tax match. The only way to win is to put your opponent into thumbtacks. So in one of the corners of the ring, they have a pole with a bag on it. And in this black bag is 10,000 tax. Basically, you have to grab the bag open it, pour the thumbtacks out, and then put your opponent into the tacks. And the match wasn't very long. It was maybe three, four minutes, but Taylor Wilde won. She beat Daphne in the match. And I must say, I was kind of surprised by how quick the match was, but overall, it was a good match, and, you know, 
this is my thing. I'm not a big fan of, like, use of thumbtacks in wrestling. So I give props to anyone who has a extreme style match names. Thumbtacks, applaud to you, because I could never do it. That could not be me. But, so I digress. After that, that was June 25th, 2009. The feud with Dr. Stevie and the Abyss continued into the biggest pay-per-view of the year, Bound for Glory 2009. And it was hardcore legend Mick Foley versus Abyss in a Monsters Ball match. What's up with all these Monsters Balls matches? I'm telling you guys, it's like one after the other. But anyways, Daphne takes a very scary bump in this match. <coughs> Sorry about that, you guys. As Daphne gets choke slammed into through a barbed wire board from the top rope. And I don't know if Maybe you guys should look up on YouTube just to see for yourselves, because I can't describe it. But, I tell you guys, it was scary, and Daphne ended up getting a concussion from that. Which I'll discuss later on. I'll get into that later. So Daphne was off TV for a few months from the concussion. And so she returned in 2010, entering a feud with the, at the time, TNA knockout champ, Tara. Now, if you know who that is, she was in WWE as Victoria. Her real name is Lisa Marie Verone. She's been wrestling a long, long, long time, you guys. Very long time. And so Daphne loses the match via disqualification because she hit Tara with a toolbox. And so this ignites a feud. And at the Destination X pay-per-view in 2010, the Knockouts Championship was on the line as Tara defended her TNA Knockout Championship against Daphne. And Daphne, in a losing effort, competes, and she's not happy about losing, so what does she do? She takes Tara's pet tarantula, and it's a real tarantula, you guys, Tara's pet tarantula, poison, and Tara's not too happy about it. And so, on TNA Impact... March 29, 2010, they have the first ever Knockouts First Blood Match for the Knockouts Championship. It's Tara vs. Daphne. The only way to win a first blood match is to make your opponent bleed. You know, do that however you must. And Tara wins the match by getting her comeuppance, or however you say it. Muppins, I think it is, by smashing a toolbox on Daphne's head and busts her open. So, Tara wins, oh, Tara keeps her Knockouts Championship ending that feud. Heading into April 5th, 2010, 
I'm sorry guys, this one's gonna be a bit hard for me to discuss. We have a TNA Knockouts Lock Box Showdown. Now it's an eight woman tag match elimination. So if you pin your opponent, they leave, they're, they're eliminated as well as you, but the winner gets one of four keys to a lockbox. In all four of the lockboxes, they contain one, of each, one in each box. An open contract for any match you want, Poison, Terrace, Pet, Tarantula, the TNA Knockout Championship, and this one's just ugh to me. The need to perform a strip tease in the middle of the rain to all the fans in attendance that night. So, here's the winners of the matches. Tara, Velvet Sky, Angelina Love, and Daphne. So, later on the night, they have the big lockbox showdown. Velvet Sky wins the contract. Tara wins her knock, uh, wins her spider poison back. Angelina wins the TNA Knockout Championship, and Daphne wins the need to perform a striptease. I'm not a fan of that. However, they didn't really do it, considering beautiful member, beautiful people member. I'm sorry, as I came speak. Beautiful People member Lacey Von Erich attacked Daphne and started doing the striptease herself, basically. And that was just a wild night in itself. So then after that, Daphne was in a dark match with a woman who was trying out by the name of Rosie Ladalove. And how can I say this politely? Rosie La Love is a bigger girl and she she was not really experienced in the wrestling business. She was very clumsy, she didn't look like she really knew what she was doing and so she has this trial match with Daphne on in April twenty ten. And so she basically sits down on Daphne's chest. Now let me tell you a little wrestling psychology. To do that move, you land, when you jump up, you land on your feet, then sit down, but very lightly. What Rosie did was jumped up and landed butt first on Daphne's chest. And I tell you guys, it was not good. And then they finished the match, and Daphne had a concussion and a bruised sternum, taking her out of action for months. She came back in July 2010 and didn't really do much after that. So then her last match was on December 9th, 2010, with Sarita against Angelina Love and Velvet Sky in the Knockout Tag Team Title Tournament, which, imagine, she lost. So then, you know, as 2011 comes, she's not doing anything. So on March 15th, 2011, 
she gets released from her Impact Wrestling contract. And so, then soon after, she files a workers' compensation claim, which is basically a lawsuit, which is looking for financial compensation due to getting injured at her work. And she felt like she did because she was in an unsafe working environment, working with Rosie LaLove, who injured her, and she couldn't wrestle again. So I do agree with Daphne for filing this. Apparently it was a big long trial and eventually it did get settled out of court. However, um, they made that woman jump through hoop after hoop. They tried every stall tactic they could. But eventually it did get settled. So now this is the part where I want to discuss Daphne and her passing away. So, this is where that warning comes in again. If you guys are struggling with your mental health, I encourage you to talk to someone. Because you're never alone. And I definitely believe in speaking about how you feel is very much a normal thing. And it shouldn't be given such a negative stigma. It should be a positive thing to talk about how you feel. But I digress. Unfortunately, Daphne was dealing with a lot of mental health problems. And, oh boy, I'm sorry you guys if I start crying. There was an Instagram video going around of Daphne basically saying that she... But she's, like, not okay, and she's talking about, like, not wanting to live, and she keeps getting phone calls from family and friends, and basically this Instagram live ends out of nowhere, and all of a sudden no one can reach her. She's just gone. Nowhere to be found, you guys. So, you know, it's going on two days, maybe, and so then it's announced as of September 2nd, Daphne passed away. I'm sorry, guys. To Daphne, I want to say thank you for everything you've done. For not only women's wrestling, but wrestling in general. I remember first seeing you and thinking, this woman is so cool. She is so different from at the time all the girls who were just models or bikini girls. She, Daphne was so much different and she was so amazing, you guys. I never knew Daphne personally, but she was my best friend in my head. She was so awesome, you guys. And, whew, I got emotional talking about this. I am in the same boat Daphne was in when she was, um, when she was still alive. Because I think about Monday, this past Monday night, that could have been me. 
I was struggling with my mental health so badly. I thought about, I tried to do the same fate as Daphne. And fortunate enough, I had a friend who I was able to talk to the following day and just say, hey, listen, this is what I'm going through and he is supporting me and helping me through this time. And I wish Daphne would see how beautiful she was, how supportive she was, how loved she was. And that she is such an amazing light in this world and it's so tragic that she's gone now. <sighs> Daphne, you will definitely be missed. You were you were so loved by so many, an inspiration to so many. And I hope that there's one thing someone can take away from this today is that you are loved, you are enough, and I hope that if one person can take away from this that they are loved, then I know that I'm doing something right. So I think this will be it for me today, guys. Again, rest in peace, Daphne. Rest in peace, Shannon Spurl. Like I said in a tweet yesterday, heaven gained an angel yesterday. And you will be Miss Green Queen. You will be Miss Daphne. You will be Miss Shannon. Alright, you guys. That will be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And just be kind to one another. And tell someone how much you mean, they mean to you. Because you never truly know how much that can mean to someone. Alright you guys, until next time, stay loving, stay loyal, and stay blessed. I love you all. Have a good night.